You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And today I'm here with my wonderful guest, Brian Moses, who is the founder of Seven Hills Productions Foundation and also Seven Hills Productions. And today she's going to be talking to us and sharing some information about her organizations, her journey in the film and entertainment industry, and also hopefully sharing some tips and strategies for success. So let's just give her a brief moment to drop that introduction for us and we will get the ball rolling. Brian, how are you doing today? How's everything going? Hey, Keetra. I am doing well. How about yourself? I am doing great. It is a hot, sultry, and uh, <laughs> humid mess here in the Houston area, but otherwise we are doing fine. Thanks so much for asking. <laughs> you said hot culture, man. Yes, yes, ma'am. And, humid. and hey, you know, that humidity is no joke. So uh, right. def- definitely excited to have you. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to be a guest. I know you're a busy woman, but let's go ahead and get started in the interview. I want you to give us a brief introduction for those who are not familiar with Seven Hills Productions and yourself, and then we'll get going from there. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in. And Keetra, thank you for having me. I am the founder of Seven Hills Productions, as well as Seven Hills Productions Foundation. Um, With who we are, Seven Hills Productions um, is a full-service production company, um, which was founded by myself. Um, And then I decided, hey, you know, I want to do more in the community, and I want to focus when I say focus, I mean focus more on students and HBCUs because I am a graduate of the Florida Agriculture and Mechanical okay. University. All right. So I decided, you know, that our focus and our emphasis should be on students at HBCUs, um, students that um, are interested in breaking into film and entertainment. So Mm -hmm. our focus really is to inspire the aspiring filmmaker. That's perfect. So with our our nonprofit, you know, we host an event called the Real Back Film Summit. That happened back in 2019. Um, It was our inaugural event, and we hosted it on the campus of Florida University during their homecoming. Um, It was a perfect event. and and when I say perfect, like it was so many people that were that that got involved. Yeah. Um, number one into um the film summit. We had different panels. Um, we brought back a lot of alumni that are graduates of FAMU, other alumni that are graduates of, of various HBCUs. Um we uh screened films. Um, the panels were very interactive. We did networking, um, a networking piece for students, um, and students were able to sign up for internships and even mentorships. 
So it was a really great outcome. Um, and, you know, I couldn't have asked for anything even better than what we received. Um, we got a lot of out for from, you know, people in different states saying, hey, um, are you guys coming this way to bring that? Because we've heard about it. And, you know, it was streaming on our social media. Um, you know, so it, it it was really, really great. Well attended, and I enjoy every moment of it. Yeah, and that's, I, I love the fact that you are actually, you know, going a bit beyond just the educational piece, because I think a lot of times, you know, the resources are good, but when you step into mentorship and helping these students to get internships, like that really does help them to gain a footing and, and to really get into these positions to create uh, films and, and, and music in the industry. Um, one of the things I, I'm curious about, though, is like, how did you get started? Like, what inspired you to really step into the industry and to not only, you know, create your own productions, but to make a space for others as well? Great question. So I started back in entertainment. Ooh, it, it was a while ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. When I was a young girl, like, I remember, you know, my mom and both my parents saying, you know, I was sitting to the TV and they were like, oh, you can be the face of that. You can do that. So I'm like, okay. Uh, my mom booked me with a talent agent. Um, and got headshots rolling and I booked several, you know, different commercials. I booked, um, music videos. I was in Wyclef John music video. Um, I can't, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's leaving me, but it was shot down in Miami in little Haiti. I was the little girl that was, um, and I wasn't even little. I was a I was a teenager in high school, so I was twelve. But I played the role of a of a young kid jump roping because I was I looked the extremely part, young. I mean, right. still I mean I still don't look my age, but you know, at that time, like they could not believe that I was a twelve year old. Right. They thought I was like still in like elementary and middle school. I'm like, no. My mom was like, no, she's in high school. Right. We <laughs> you had the face yeah. for it. So no, but that's. I think that's perfect the way um, that worked out because you started early, you know, you started early. Yeah. yeah so like, were, did you take any uh, theater classes or like any drama, like during your high school career? How, how did that, how did that work out? Yeah. So I'm so glad you asked me that. So in high school, I did take theater classes. Um, I was in different performances um, at the church um, our church every year, we used to always put on these performances mm. and I love them. Like when I tell you, I live for those performances. I didn't care <laughs> right. how that big or how small here. my role was. Right. You know, it didn't matter how big or small the role was because I showed up and did what I was supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So, um, people always said to me, Oh my God, you know, one day people are going to know your name because you are going to make it. You're going to be something great. And I've always yeah. kept that with me. Um, so after, um, you know, after high school, um, I knew that I wanted to get a college degree. Well, even before knowing that I wanted to get a college degree, that was instilled in me from my parents because you know, I come from a very educated family and not going to college is not an option. Okay. (laughs) So that was, (laughs) 
that was well known. Like you are not not going to college. Basically, that's what everybody told me, my mother and father, um, as well as aunts and uncles and grandparents. So it was like, yeah, no. Did they don't all even do the think HBCU that. route? Most of them graduated from an HBCU. My father um, did not graduate from an HBCU. He actually graduated from the University of Houston. Okay, so, so Houston times, um, good. Yeah, he, U of H. So um, he actually was very well known, a popular student on campus because I went back to U of H with him. Well, I've, I visited U of H several times, but they um, were highlighting the alumni. So my dad was one of the alumni that they highlighted. So we went to that ceremony. Um, and I want to say, oh God, I can't even remember. I want to say this was in like maybe... 2008, 2009, something around that time. But we went to U of H and, um, and you know, the, the, um, his peers were yeah. talking about him and saying different things that he's done. And, and it was, it's always great to yeah. see, you know, how your parents were to learn more about them when during their time in college. Because when I would ask my dad stuff, you know, he would give yeah. a basic generic answer not much of what I was looking for. Right. So when I got there, <laughs> right. like his classmates were really telling me the real deal. So um, that was really fun. But most of my family, and just to go back to your um, question, most of my family did graduate from an HBCU, but there are a few of them that did not. And my father being one. Yeah, I can see how that kind of catapults you into going the HBC, you know, HBCU route, especially, and even so, even more so like just going to college when you have people in the family who have been and have experienced it and they are like passionate about you doing the same. Oh yeah, you go it. Right. <laughs> so uh, I love right, it. Because you listening, <clears throat> listening to the story. So like my older cousins and stuff, um, some of them were at fam, some were at Bethune Cookman, some were at Florida Memorial down in Miami, um, I had cousins who graduated from Howard, you know, Hampton, um, Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, Atlanta. So mm. I'm just, you know, naming a few, but, you know, we're all mixed in you with the HBCU. But they were telling me, you know, stories um, yeah. about their college experience. And more so, I was listening to my cousins. Um, that graduated from FAMU and like Bethune Cookman, listening to their stories. And then um, I would go to the homecomings. Mm. So experiencing Bethune Cookman's homecoming, experiencing FAMU's homecoming, um, you know, going to Atlanta to experience Clark Atlanta's, you know, the different yeah. HBCUs. So, you know, I was like, oh God, like, I love this, but it was just something about FAMU that I was just like, uh, you know, it got you. I have to go there. I have to go there. So, and I was accepted into a, quite a few um, universities, HBCUs and um, PWIs. Um, so I said, well, you know, where do I really want to go? Um, and I knew FAMU was at the top of my list. So I said, well, you know what? I did the college tours. I did all of that. And I was like, no, FAMU is where I really want to be. I felt more at home. And then I also have family, you know, from Quincy, Florida, which is literally out, 20 miles outside of Tallahassee. So I have family okay, yeah. up there. 
then, you know, and then it was close enough to my family, you know, in Alabama and then, you know, still within Florida and, and having family throughout Florida. So I wasn't too far, but I was far enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but family, was just something about the university that I was just like, you know, what, I have to go. And then having older cousins already there, um, they were like sophomores and juniors when I got there. So, you know, I already have the scoop and the ends, you know, with them, with their friends. And then I also had friends from high school that, you know, graduated either with me or before me. So they were there too. So it was fun. Like I enjoyed it. And and still to this day, people ask me, Hey, do you think that if you can go back in time, would you go back and attend FAMU? Absolutely. And all the experiences, you know, I would keep everything the same. Yeah, and I, I, I just enjoyed my time on the hill. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely kind of set the scene for me, um, just kind of thinking about that experience, because, you know, you have a lot of people who really do enjoy their time at the HBCUs. And I, I think it's an incredible, it's an incredible culture. And I want you to talk about that a little bit in reference to your own experience, like how that kind of mold the way for you to um, step forward in your own career. Like, give us a little taste of what that was like for you. So. At FAMU, they taught us to be family-oriented. They taught us to overcome obstacles. They taught us to be confident. Number one, Mm. confidence is key, you know. And so they taught us that, you know, everything won't go in your favor all the time, but it's how you pivot and how you overturn those no's into yes. Mm, So. You know, um, it was very family oriented. I love my professors. I still keep in contact, believe it or not. I still keep in contact with most of my professors um, from FAMU. Um, And when I say keep in contact, I mean, like, we are visiting each other's families. We are constantly talking on the phone. I shoot them, you know, text messages. They'll shoot me a text message or email if I'm in Tallahassee. You know, I go and see them if they're in whatever state I'm in. We try to meet up. And some of them um, have since left FAMU, retire, or have gone to another university to pursue other aspirations. Um, I still keep in contact with them. Like, you know, so it is a very, you know, great relationship that I have with them. It has now blossomed into not just student professor professor relationship, excuse me, but it's family. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. FAMU is all about family. Like, you know, we we are one and we are going to help each other out no matter what. Yeah. And and to me it just seems like that whole uh relationship, you know, and the mentorship when it extends beyond those four years or six years or whatever your your going your degree is or whatever, uh you know, that really does make a difference because now it's like you have somebody that you can reach back out to and, you know, discuss whatever it is you're going through, whether it be like uh, personal relationships, career moves and different ideas to be able to get their advice. Um, And I think, you know, in terms of your own business, like how has that helped you specifically with the foundation? Because I know, and we'll we'll talk about some of your your projects uh, as well, but specifically with the foundation, explain to us like the importance of mentorship and how that has kind of helped you to to create your own mentorship for these uh, aspiring filmmakers. So mentorship is really important because I know, 
you know, you can create a lot of different things, but it's the impact that you have on the individuals, right? So I I said, well, what more can we do for students? You know, um, how can we really have a significant impact, you know, on them? So I've decided, like, you know what, let's do mentorships and also internships, because right now, you know, the foundation is hosting an internship. Um, actually, as we speak, um, the students um, are with us. We've been doing speaker series, a lot of different things. But in these series and in the internships, you know, students have connected with the speakers, mm-hmm. um, okay. with them being their mentor. So right now, you know, like we have established for students to connect with the speakers um, and create mentorships, not just within our organization, but also outside of it. And right now, you know, we're doing a lot of different partnerships with other um, organizations um, to expand our reach. So I'm really excited about that and excited with the, the, you know, HBCUs um, that we're also expanding our reach into. Um, But, I just know that mentorship really, you know, it impacts the students in in such a way because I know my mentors really had a great impact on me with, you know, continue to push me and to give me new ways of thinking, you know, being very innovative Mm -hmm. in, in, in ways. So I said, well, who am I not to extend that to these students? You know, Mm, like we've, I've had such great success. Let me continue to instill in um, these students what was instilled in me, right? Yeah. So that's how we came up with the mentorship, um, you know, aspect of it. And the students right now are working really hard um, with the internship. And I am loving every moment, you know, of it. We're They're having their chats, you know. You should see them on the, you know, virtually how they're interacting with one another, getting to know each other. Like, it's fun. Like, they're at different HBCUs. Yeah. So it, it's, it's extremely important. And I can see the impact, you know, and friendships that are starting to develop. Yeah. So exactly. I really love it. Absolutely. No, you're definitely doing a great service. And just the fact that you're promoting uh, the diversity and the opportunities for these students to, to get involved early. Because, you know, a lot of times we hear those stories where, Somebody is an aspiring filmmaker or, you know, they, they want to do something within an entertainment industry and they have to wait to move. Like they, you, you hear them moving to, to L.A. with like a few dollars, you know, dreams and aspirations of doing something huge and just trying to get their, their foot in the door because they don't have any previous experience. But the fact that you're actually getting a hold of uh, these students and creating a way for them is excellent. And I want to um, I want you to discuss a little bit about the um your scholarship, because I know that that is something that's important to your mission as well. And you guys have uh, different events for your nonprofit. So you want to touch on that a bit? Yeah. So the scholarship um, piece is the students can use it in two ways. Um, We have different requirements of what they would have to um, submit to us. Um, But their, uh, their submissions, um, they vary. Um, but once they receive the, the scholarship and for students that are interested in our scholarship, you can visit us at Seven Hills Productions Foundation. 
um, dot org, and that's S E D E N H I L L Z Productions with an S Foundation dot O R G. Um, and then the criteria is there for them to view. But if you if you're a recipient of the scholarship, um, you can use it one of two ways. We will pay towards your um, tuition at your university, um, or we will help you greenlight your project. So if you have a film that you're trying to get off the ground, um, we'll we'll help you greenlight it, giving you the funds to um, to get it going. And when I think about funds, it can be like you know with your copyright trademark, you know with your attorneys, you know different yeah. things yeah. along that line, paying your actors or paying your. Um, your DP, you know, like it's a lot of different things that go into a production. Um, so, but you can use these funds. We'll help you uh, green light your project. So those are two ways that you can use it. Um, we've had success um, thus far um, with one of our students. Actually, her um, short is streaming on Apples and Beats. Oh, wow. Right. So we've only been established. The foundation has only been established since 2019. And from there, we've had, you know, success, already success stories. Um, then we had another student who um, who received our scholarship last year. Um, and he was on the verge of um, being um, on the verge of being released from his a university because he could not pay tuition. So with his scholarship, um, we talked to him and he explained the situation. So what we did, we paid it towards his tuition in order to keep him in school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, those are the success stories, the impact that I love to have, you know, with students, because I know it took a community and a village to help me get to where I am today. Not just, um, the success, what you see, but I'm talking about from a young girl to a teenager, you know, you go through those different phases and then as an adult. So I want to continue to impact and, and not just me, my whole team, all of us, you know, we read these stories and, you know, a lot of times they're tearjerkers. Like I remember on a virtual call and we were going through the different you know, submissions and reading the stuff and just looking at the stuff that was submitted to us, like, you know, us as Black folks, we are very creative and talented. And, you know, we laugh, we cry, you know, but it's a team of us that go through these things. And and it was times I was like, wait a minute. Oh, God, this person didn't make it. But let me reach out to see how I can be Mm. of assistance to them. You know, try to go above and beyond just because you didn't get get it this time doesn't mean the next time you won't get it. But even if you didn't get it, I'm still reaching out to you to say that I see you and how can I help you be of assistance? What is it that you need? Wow. So I love it. I love it. I'm here for all of it. And that's the type of commitment to service that we need, not only within the film and entertainment industry, but anybody that can be of service to a young aspiring professional coming up in that industry is, you know, that's, that's going to go for miles and miles. Um, before we get ready to wrap up, Ms. Brianna, I know you have some meetings and stuff to attend. I want you to, uh, if you, if you do, I want you to share any upcoming projects that you have. I know the real back 
the Real Back Film Summit is something that you guys do, and you talked about that earlier, but do you have any other projects in the pipeline before we close out 2021? Um, yeah, so we are doing the internships. We have different internships um, that we're doing right now. We have spotlighting a spotlight series for um, students at HBCUs um, that are doing stuff in entertainment. We have another spotlight series for alumni of HBCUs. Um, and those are upcoming. Well, we just did two, um, and we have more that are upcoming. Um, in addition to that, I'm going into production very soon for a new um, feature. Um, I can't really talk much about okay. it, but <laughs> it is, <laughs> you know, it's it's a really great project. And I'll be able to talk more once, you know, everything is, you know, it's finished, right, but right. Um, I'm excited about this project. Um, actually, all of us are really excited about the project. Like we have worked, um, you know, several months and, you know, pitching and doing this and doing that. So it's a, it's a lot of great things that we have upcoming, but, you know, definitely opening up to speaker series for, you know, our interns. I'm having different people um, talk to the students because they're very um, impactful. Um, I know for sure um, the speaker series that we had yesterday, we have one coming up today. Um, the students could not believe, you know, how down the earth, you know, this one writer is yeah. and saying that, you know, her story was, you know, so inspiring and that she was fun. Like she was giving them like the real deal of saying, listen, this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. You need to have a plan. You can't just say, hey, you know, this is something that I want to do. And then you don't have a plan to execute, right. you know, and, and we talk about networking and stuff like that. You know, we look at the students' resumes to try to help assist them. Look at their social media with their LinkedIn. So it's like a lot of stuff that we do. Yeah, a lot of good opportunities for you guys to get involved. If there's an aspiring uh, student that fits within the description of what they're looking for, you guys be sure to reach out. Uh, Brian, before we wrap, drop us a couple of words of encouragement and also let us know where we can find you online and where people can go to get involved and to get some additional information on you guys' uh, pro projects. So uh, positive impact, I believe in this biblical um, script. Um, if I can help somebody as I travel alone, let my journey not be in vain. Okay. Mm. And that's what I believe in. And that's what I live by. I believe in being of service to all mankind. Um, you all can check us out at sevenhills.com to learn more about the production side. You'll see at the very top there are tabs where you can also click on the foundation tab as well as the real back tab to learn more about us. Um, there's also a donating um, button on there if you all would like to donate. If you all want to get involved, there uh, there's a form on there for you to fill out. So it's a lot on the on the website for you all to learn about us. And shoot us a quick email. We do reply. Yeah. So those are different ways. Oh, and then our social media. You can see us on Facebook at Seven Hills Productions. Um, on Instagram, you can see us. Our handle is Seven Hills Productions. 
Um, and then the nonprofit is Seven Hills Foundation. And then um, the real back, you can see more about what's happening with the real back. And it's at the real back. Um, yeah, real, and that's R-E-E-L-B-A-C-K. All right, perfect. You guys have heard it here first from Brian Moses, the founder of Seven Hills Productions Foundation, and also the Real Back Summit and all the wonderful things at Seven Hills Productions. Brian, we appreciate you be, uh, being a guest and definitely look forward to hearing you back to talk about that other top secret project you got going. <laughs> so we'll let you go, and uh, you have a great rest of the day. Hey, really quick, um, the and, and I just want to make sure that um, the people know it's called the handle for Instagram is Real Back Film Summit, and that's R E E L B A C K Film Summit. Perfect. Okay, yeah. got that one. Got that one. Go ahead and shout it out one more time for us before we wrap. All right, you all. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. I am Bria Moses with Seven Hills Productions, as well as Seven Hill Production Foundation and the Real Back Film Summit. You all can find out more information on our website at sevenhills.com. On Instagram, you can see us at Seven Hills Productions, um, Seven Hills Foundation, and um, Real Back Film Summit. That's R E E L B A C K Film Summit. Thank you all for tuning in, and I appreciate you having me on, Keetra. Absolutely. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. Talk soon. Have a good one. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.